Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. Sometimes in life, really bad things happen. And I mean really bad. And when these events happen with some people, they really have a hard time letting them go. And it almost shapes their identity. They become part of that which happened to them. The term we use for this is PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. This happens when a person has a really bad event happen, like war or rape, just something horrible, and they just can't get it out of their head. They keep thinking about it. They have nightmares. They're petrified. They may not sleep well. There's many factors that go along with PTSD. And in today's episode, what we're going to do is look at what can we do if we know someone or we ourselves are struggling with PTSD, and how do we still find happiness amidst such tragedy? Well, first, I want to start with a word of encouragement. There are people that go through the exact same event, and one of them can walk away fine, and the other one can be very petrified and terrified of the event and struggle with PTSD symptoms for decades afterwards. So the good news is we can get over things. We can get over things well and have beautiful lives. I've been in practice for 25 years now, working with many people suffering from PTSD symptoms. And I've helped them to get over them so they have beautiful lives. But even if we are going through hard times right now and suffering from maybe not as severe as PTSD symptoms, but definitely suffering from something that is keeping us awake, that is causing us not to live in the present, what do we do with that? How do we find happiness amidst such tragedy? The first thing we don't want to do is judge ourselves. Judging ourselves for having symptoms when other people seem to be okay after such events isn't going to help us. We do need to acknowledge that this event triggered us for whatever reason, and our main focus is to heal it, not to judge ourselves for it happening, not to judge ourselves for having our feelings, but to work towards healing it. The great thing about being human is we're all individuals, and everyone matters, everyone's important, but we experience things in very different ways. I mean, one of us may love to go on our amusement park rides, and others of us would never step our foot on some of those rides. And it isn't that one's right or wrong, we're just different. So when events happen, we have to be careful not to judge ourselves for being overwhelmed by them. The feelings are there, we accept them, and then we work towards healing them. The second thing we want to do is not judge ourselves for what happened. If we were in war, fighting for what we felt was a good cause, we can't judge ourselves for that. Or if we were raped, the two biggies I think I've seen over the years where people struggle with PTSD. Or violent crime, another one. We can't judge ourselves for what happened. We can say, okay, what can I learn from this? Maybe I won't enter the military again and re-enlist. If I've been raped, perhaps I'll be even more careful when it comes to where I'm hanging out, where the event happened. Or at least learn from it and say, okay, is there something I can take away from this? so that I have better chances of it not happening again in the future. It isn't to criticize ourselves, because we can get stuck there. We're really good at doing that. We're really good at being self-critical. The key of it is to learn from it. My favorite phrase that we can all say when we make mistakes, whether it's nothing of our fault or completely our fault, is to say, what can I learn from this? Not what's wrong with me, why did I do that, I'm a horrible, terrible person, but what can I learn from this? Every tragedy can be learned from. I mean, let me use war as an example. 
we go off to serve our country and protect them from the enemies and from people that may be hurting our families at home. But when we get there, we realize that it isn't as glamorous as perhaps the movies and television has made out to us. And it's hard on us. It actually affects us seeing our friends being killed or we ourselves coming back with injuries. We don't want to judge that, but what we want to say is, hmm, do I want to make a career in the military? Perhaps not. Perhaps this isn't a good fit for me. I do think it's a good fit for certain people, like law officers. They do what they do, and they can do it well. But it may not be a good fit for me, and that's okay. If we struggle with something, it's okay. Neutrality is the key here. Think of it like a food allergy. Some of us are allergic to certain foods. Some of us aren't. We don't judge people who aren't allergic to them, and we don't judge people who are. We just realize they're different. If we went off to war and it affected us negatively, we have to be careful not to judge ourselves for that. Yes, some people came back and seemed to be okay, but what's important is how am I doing? How am I dealing with this tragedy, this event? Because most people come back quite affected by war, and most people, if not everyone, gets affected by rape. Or if we've had a crime, a violent crime against us, we're probably going to be affected by that. How much we're affected by, again, isn't relevant. What's relevant is that we say, okay, I'm not going to judge myself for what happened. I'm not going to stay stuck here. I'm going to heal this. And that's what we do. We go about healing. We heal this tragedy that's happened. Now, again, because of my experience of working with people to heal, it's important to not spend too much time on it. I think this was where PTSD or tragedies go awry, is that instead of seeing the event as the event, it becomes our identity. We identify with that event and we say we are a PTSD victim. No, we had something happen to us, but we're not that. We've never been that. We can't let that control us. But what we do need to do is heal it. We need to spend time every day, if it's truly a tragic event, every day spending time healing it because it won't go away if we ignore it. When we get a cut, a really bad cut, if we ignore it, it doesn't go away. It's the same way when tragedy strikes. We have to spend time every day healing it. And that's a method I like to use when people need to get well. Is what I encourage them to do, what I encourage you to do if you're one of these people, is set aside time every day for healing. Now, healing can take on many forms. A really good one is physical healing. What I mean by that is do something physical, think about the event, and kind of let those anger, sadness out during that physical activity, perhaps you go for a walk and just let the anger out about what they did to you and how you got injured. Perhaps you go to the gym and let that frustration and anger out while you're there. Perhaps you go to the beach and journal and write and again, letting that out. It's all about cleansing the emotion. There are so many ways to heal, but what really is important is find our voice. What works best for us? For one person, we may really like the punching bag and use that punching bag every day for half an hour to ventilate our frustration and our anger we feel inside. For someone else, it may be having a Kleenex box there and having a dear friend or a counselor beside us as we share our feelings and just let the pain out. But the important thing is to set aside some time every day and then when we're done, walk away and live because we are not that tragedy. And I think that's where PTS victims have to be careful. It's easy to identify and become the victim and become that identity. We aren't. No one can do that to us. What we can do is we can mostly live. We can live in the present moment. 
enjoying life as it unfolds and being thankful and celebrating what we do have. Because if we don't identify with our event, then it's not going to consume us and take all our time away. We struggle when we give it energy. But when we heal it every day, spending time every day to heal it for say half an hour to an hour, whatever works for us, then we can set it aside. And mostly we just live. We live well. We discover how we live well through listening to the other podcasts where we talk about how to be happy. And we find the joy of living in the present moment. Life can always be beautiful, no matter what happens to us, as long as we spend time and heal. What unfortunately a lot of people do, and that's why the PTSD symptoms last so long, is they try to numb those feelings. They take drugs or alcohol or something to push those feelings away. And it's much like shooting Novocaine into a cut. That may take the pain away, but it sure isn't going to help the cut, and it's going to get worse. The same thing is true with PTSD symptoms. If we don't heal them, they're not going to go away. So that's why I really like a person saying, okay, maybe first thing in the morning or in my lunchtime or when I get home, before I go home, I'm going to spend a half an hour to an hour just giving my full attention to what happened in healing. Again, finding what works best for us to heal. There's two emotions that heal. One is sadness, tears of relief, not depression. Depression is a thought disorder. Sadness is where we feel it, and afterwards we feel better. The other one is anger. We express our emotions through anger, not at people, not at ourselves, but at inanimate objects, and then we get better. And if we do this, what we'll find is we will heal. If you do want to learn more about healing, probably my best book for healing is called Anger Work, How to Express Your Anger and Still Be Kind. It's in a Kindle format, so you can get it for 99 cents at any um, online bookstore. So it's very inexpensive and a really good way to learn about specific techniques for healing. But again, find our voice, make time for it, and then mostly live. Mostly just live in the present, love life, accept what is, not judging us for what happened, just saying, well, this is what happened, and now I have to heal that. If some of us are born or get diabetes, we're not going to judge ourselves for that. If we get arthritis, we're not going to judge ourselves for that. See the event as just something that happened and something that we need to heal. But mostly, even with that tragedy, we're going to live beautiful lives. We can all live beautiful lives no matter what. And we may want to make this our mantra. I can live a beautiful life no matter what. I can live a beautiful life no matter what. I am living a beautiful life. I am living a beautiful life. Life truly can be beautiful, but we have to work at it. We have to learn the skills of happiness, implement them, and live well. What catches us with PTSD is when we create stories about that and make that our identity. It's just an event or events that happened that now need to be healed. And we can learn from them, of course, even if it was partially our fault. We can still learn from it, but mostly we just heal it. And mostly we just live life. We live life well. And there's really nothing that can keep us from that. If we work at it, we will find happiness. Happiness is something that all of us can have. If I can encourage someone who may be new to this podcast, Begin listening to the other podcasts. There's over 60 of them now, and they can be really helpful for 
how to find happiness. That's what their focus is, how to find happiness now. Or if we know someone who is struggling with PTSD, perhaps we can encourage them to listen to this podcast and give them hope. Because I think a lot of times when we go through real tragedies, we lose hope. But if we have tools, tools to heal and tools to live, there can be so much hope and we can truly have beautiful lives. So again, thank you for listening to the Happiness Podcast. If you would like to learn more about the world of happiness, please go to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. And if you do want to encourage and help others to listen to this podcast, reviews are great. If you go to the website, you'll see on the left-hand column there a little Y-E-L-P, the stands for Yelp, and a Google+. Both of those places can have reviews left on them. And when people read them, they are encouraged to start listening. So until next time, accept what is, love what is. Is workplace negativity holding your company back? Many teams are seriously handicapped when employees feel negativity about their jobs and lives. Productivity drops, costs rise, customers get cranky, and your job as owner or manager gets a lot more difficult. If you've been trying your hardest to improve productivity, sales, and profit, but it just isn't happening or it's going slower than you want, workplace negativity could be the culprit. It turns out a happy team gets things done. Work gets completed, done right, and ahead of schedule. Creativity goes way up, and you spend much less time putting out fires. Finally, your team shares your vision and works their hardest to make it reality.